What's up, Dive Deep Podcast? This is Jay Marie, and I need to come to y'all and talk to y'all for a little bit. The Dive Deep Podcast is on the road, on a journey to a thousand subscribers on freaking YouTube. Right now, we're stuck at a whopping 19. But with y'all help, and as much as y'all share this podcast and everything to everybody, we can get to at least a thousand. I, the goal is a thousand. So with y'all help, we can get there. So this is what I need y'all to do. I need y'all to go on YouTube, go to the search bar, type in the Dive Deep Podcast. Once we pop up, I want you to like, subscribe, comment every video that you see make sure y'all listen to it though because the same stuff y'all listen to on here is on youtube so if y'all know somebody who can't listen to it on spotify apple podcast iHeartRadio, none of that but they got youtube you need to go ahead and put them on us on youtube okay but again with y'all help we can get to a thousand subscribers so again go on youtube type up the dive d podcast and as soon as we pop up like comment and subscribe okay but the main thing i need y'all to do is subscribe thank y'all so much for supporting us and listening to us we appreciate y'all so dearly without y'all it wouldn't be us but again we're on the road to a thousand subscribers thanks y'all oh i'm about to die scuba divers, snorkelers, diving deepers. Um, welcome to this episode of the Dive Deep Podcast. Um, today, I'm your host, Blue, and to my left is... Jay motherfucking Ree. I like that. Hey. Hey, 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 hey. Whole meal. The buffet. Yeah. You like going to corral? Are you going to corral? I'll be going to corral. I'm more than corral. Whatever, motherfucker. Today, we will be discussing society then versus now. Period. As we should. And before we begin, our social spotlight from Jay Marie. Hello, hello, hello. Don't. See, and I knew you was going to do that. Only got two things for y'all. <laughs> the first one is rest in peace. Ashton Randolph, a.k.a. Hustle Man. He was killed on... Oh, God. Jesus, I feel horrible. He was killed on last week uh, when BU lost... I mean, BU lost. I'm sorry. When BU won their first uh, champion game. And... It's really sad because he didn't bother nobody. He was all about washing cars and making money. But prayers to the family, the Randolph family, and also prayers to Daisy because that was his love. You know, my prayers and all of Dive Deep prayers is going out to y'all. And also, 
Rest in peace to Miss Tracy Braxton. Ah, da, 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 da. There's a lot of rest in peace on here, but rest in peace to Trees. Oh my God. Rest in peace to Tracy Braxton. She did lose her battle to cancer, and that's just really sad. She was battling with it for a couple years now, and God called the home. So rest in peace. Uh, prayers to the Braxton family. I know they're going through it. Um, that's about it. I know that's really sad to say. Um, and also, yes, one more thing. Because now I'm about to sit here and talk my shit. Uh -huh, I got notes on this one. This is my last thing I'm going to say. Don't look at me crazy because I'm about to go the fuck off. First off, I want to say... Thank you to everyone that supported this family, to the jurors that made the right decision. Miss Olivia Simmons got her justice. That trash-ass, nasty-ass man, Christopher Jones, got 30 years in jail for murdering his wife in 2019 on Valentine's Day. Let me tell y'all something because I'm sick of this shit. Look here. It's a lot of you motherfuckers out here that love being this toxic shit, but this situation has nothing to do with what I'm going to say because Olivia was trying to help and fix this man. But you let me tell you something. You can't. He didn't want to be fixed. He didn't want to be fixed. And she tried. She tried to run away. She tried. And his trash, nasty ass killed her. May you rot in hell. But anyway, this is what I want to say. It ain't cute to be toxic. It's not fucking cute at all. I just seen bitches who I used to be friends with on Facebook. Oh, I'm done with this man. I don't want to deal with him anymore. He did this and he did that bitch. And you the same, and it's the same motherfucker that you is back with. You hoes are horrible. Y'all don't want no help. It's about you hoes. You young generation hoes. Y'all think it's okay to be in toxic situations. Y'all cool with a motherfucker knocking y'all across the motherfucking head. And then you hoes holler about I want help. Bitch, do you really need help? Bitch, do you really want motherfucking help? Shit. You hoes just horrible. And you niggas is nasty and horrible too. Let somebody beat on your motherfucking mama. What you gonna say? What you doing? Then. Stop beating no people. And you hoes need to get out these toxic relationships. I'm sick of the shit. I'm sick of seeing it on Facebook. I'm sick of seeing the shit on Instagram and shit. You hoes. Shit. You okay over there? No. I'm mad as fuck. It's ridiculous. You're a little hot. Yeah. You need a church fan or something? I ate it. I had to go on a rant. Because look. You hoes make me sick! Shit! Um, I'm sorry, okay. <laughs> Well, to piggyback off what you're saying, I agree with what you're saying. You know, when it comes to toxic relationships, sometimes it's easier said than done to get away when it comes to physical situations. But, you know, I feel like as women, we have to take responsibility for the situations that we are in and do whatever it takes to protect ourselves and get having the courage to get up and leave a toxic situation. And I'm not saying that, you know, I'm not saying, I'm not, I, I am yelling at y'all. I'm sorry. I'm about to say I'm not. I am yelling at y'all. But I'm not, I, I put, 
Miss Olivia's situation as an example of not to get out, but to get out. And she tried. She tried as much as she can. And when I say the trial was really disturbing and it was horrible because he didn't have to do that to her. And she was a nice, beautiful woman. The thing that pisses me off is y'all take these beautiful women and y'all beat on them and y'all mistreat them and y'all do this. And then before it's too late for her to leave, y'all kill them. Mm-hmm. Shit, y'all do it to the ugly hoes. Sorry. Sorry, I said that. Oh I'm not God. part of the ugly committee, but I'm just no, saying. Y'all do it to the ugly ones, but not ugly. Let me say that. Y'all do that to all women, and it's sad. It's sickening. Shame on y'all young generation for thinking this toxic shit is cute. It's been prime examples of domestic violence cases that is everywhere. And y'all still, it's okay with a nigga knocking you across your fucking head. Miss Olivia wasn't okay with that. Each and every time she wasn't okay with that. But you young hoes are okay with that. And that's what pisses me off. And I ain't directing this to nobody in particular. I'm directing it to all you hoes that just think that shit is cute. Shit, I gotta fan myself again. I'm sorry. (laughs) Um, Yes, I feel like that's a relevant problem in our society. That is. As it relates to the episode today. I really don't like the glorification of, you know, being toxic and staying in toxic relationships. Like, he, he, he called me. He called me a um, dirty ass, disgusting ass bitch today. He he, I still love him. No, I don't. I don't like that at all. It's it's. I don't Ow. know where it comes from Ow. to be, Ow. Ow. you know, to glorify this type of thing. Ow. But it's not cute, and I just can't get with it. You know. What about you, the snack? What? <laughs> we have a mini special guest. Everybody say hi to Isaiah. Say hi, Isaiah. <laughs> but how do you feel, snacky, snacky snack? I don't be in there by business, so I don't really care. Pack. <laughs> what? <laughs> what you say? <laughs> but it's not for you to be in everybody's business. But like when you see it, like I don't pay attention to it. But why? Because I don't care. I don't mind people business. I don't like people relationships. I don't care. Yeah, I be posting cute pictures on Facebook. I like them. I keep going by my business. But if you see the situation I explained, like if it's to, if it's in your face, how does it make you feel? What's in my face? Like somebody hitting that significant other. How does that make you feel? I take up for it because no. I feel like no. nobody should put their hands on nobody else. Especially in our relationship, if I love you, it shouldn't come to the point to me having to put my physical hands on you. When you get to that point, we should depart. We should go out separate ways. Exactly. But if it ain't in my face, then shit, I ain't worried about it. I don't know. It just it disturbs me. Because you're nosy, bitch. You're nosy. It's not that I'm nosy. You're nosy. It's not that you're I'm nosy. nosy. But my thing is, don't post on social media. You're nosy. So how you, know they, how you know they toxic if they just post some on social media? Because you're reading it. you go going to read the comments. And you wait somebody else comment. Ain't that right? Okay, hold on. Ain't that right? Okay. Because you're nosy. You're putting your insight in yourself in their business because uh-huh. you're waiting for the comments to come. What would you like to say, Blue? I don't remember. Keep going. Uh, <laughs> but... My thing is that if, just a strong if, if they're your friend or you knew them and they say something like, oh, um, I'm 
I'm not going to be with them. Like, you know, they did this, they did that. Like, thank God for me being out of this toxic relationship and they go on the spiritual journey. You be like, I'm proud of you. Then all of a fucking sudden, you see them posted up cute together. It, it, doesn't it not make you upset? Oh, God damn. Excuse me. I just be like that dumbass bitch. And mm-hmm. hopefully I pray to God that she learns her lesson. Well, I, if it, I feel like it's not about being nosy. It's just like if someone's broadcasting this to, you know, the world and you look. You're nosy. And then, no, it's not being nosy. It's not. Nosy would be would imply that I went to dig for this information. Exactly. Like if I, you know, scroll across, I'd be like, hmm, okay. And then I see another thing, something contradictory, mm-hmm. us not too long later, you'd be like, wait, but didn't this happen? But then, like, I won't be invested, but I'll just go about my business and be like, hmm, interesting. Exactly. It's not called being nosy. It's being, it's being concerned, but at the same time, they put their business out. So, it's just like, you can't get, you can't call nosy. nobody. It's not nosy not if nosy. they put their business out. Nosy. If they put their business out on social media, I mean, shit, it's for the world to see, correct? It is, it is. Okay. So how is that being nosy? Why I didn't get, invest my time into Why do you feel like getting involved in their business? Just because they didn't broadcast it to the world. Well, you're not involved. Thank you. You're have, witnessing you, but something. But you're having an opinion about their business. That makes you nosy. Well, I mean, I feel like you can see something like, oh, you can shit. see a shirt and be like, well, that shirt's cute. That That means you're not invested. Not. Like, but when you start having an opinion, opinion about it, oh, well, that shirt's cute, but you should do this. You should do this different with the shirt. That brings you to a different level. Well, you're not offering advice. You're just witnessing what's going on. Exactly. What did she say? I didn't hear what she said. Say it again. You're not offering advice. You're just witnessing what's happening. Be like, hmm, make a mental note and then keep going about your life. Make a mental note, but don't comment. Yeah. Comment and mental notice two different things. But if they come venting you about it and they you Then you let them know, hey. You let them know, hey. Are you coming to vent? Are you coming to get vent? Are you coming for the advice? Yeah. Yeah. That's two different things. Some people just I had to learn that. I had to learn that a couple days ago. Are you just really? calling me to vent some? Are you calling me just to vent? Or are you calling me to be like, hey, I need your help. I need your advice. And you be like, hey, I'm giving you the advice. You can take it or run with it, take it and leave it. But yeah. don't have me out here wasting my, my breath for nothing. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, so on to our first question of the topic. What comes to mind when you hear the word society? Hey, society, like, um, ain't it basically like a community? Yeah, it is like a community of people, or, I mean, yeah, it's like a community of people that come together, or, not necessarily come together, but it's just a, um, it's a, fuck. And you know what? Somebody did a goddamn paper on this, and I can tell you the answer. But a society is like, um, like I call y'all my society, or, no, am I saying it wrong? I'm so confused. I'm thinking of community. I don't know the definition of society. That's horrible. What, what is your definition of society? Um, my definition of society is like, gener- generation. Okay, there we go. Like the whole, the whole of our generation is our society. Okay. Okay. Well, the one of the definitions of society is um, a community or group of people having common traditions, institutions, and interests, and a group of persons with a common interest, belief, or purpose. Okay. So I did have a definition, right? Okay. So how would you describe your society? 
the society of Beaumont is horrible. You could say that. Everything everything in Beaumont is just horrible. I'm sorry, I'm just gonna say it. I don't like it. Every time you look around, somebody getting killed. Every time you turn around, somebody getting robbed. I mean, we it's just like people cannot be successful out here without somebody being some form of hater or doing some form of crime for us to not be successful. That's why a lot of people don't really fuck with people with Beaumont people because of the shit they see on the news or just the shit they see in general. Like, they don't fuck with us like that. That's how I describe our society. Horrible as fuck. What is your question? How would you describe your society? Mm. Sad. Very much sad energies and negative energy mm-hmm. around Beaumont. Mm-hmm. It's a lot it's it's some positive, but most of the energy around Beaumont is very negative. Mm-hmm. And it affects everybody. It affects all the people so it affects their behavior. Mm-hmm. What about you, Blue? Um I'm not going to describe Beaumont as society. I'm going to describe it on like a whole level, like this country. I would say that a lot of progress has been made, but a lot of work needs to be done on exactly. the culture of our society. Mm-hmm. Um, how has your society made you the person you are? Um, society has made me, I want to say, I feel like society has made me a little bit more meaner. Like, I used to be really nice, but, you know, I've learned from a lot of people that you can't be nice to everybody. And it's just like, I feel like society has made me a more... I'm always saying yes to people, and I'm still learning to say... I'm still learning not to say yes, but I'm growing to be like, no, I I can't do that. Or no, I don't have it for you. Because in this society, I feel as though everybody's looking for a handout all the time. Like, ain't nobody want to put in the work or go do the work. So it's like they always got to look for a handout. And I feel uncomfortable with that because it's like, you know, some people out here actually busting their ass and, you know, trying to make a living. And you the same motherfucker that got your hand out. And it's just like, why? Like, if I, I I mean, I might have it, but I ain't got it for you. You got to go out there and get it for yourself. Stop always asking me for shit. So... I feel like society has made me more, a little bit more meaner, and it's also made me learn to be like, you can't always say yes to everybody. You have to learn to say no. No, it's it's okay to say no. You don't have to say yes to everybody. Say fuck no sometimes. I wouldn't use words like nice and mean to reference that. I would say you stop being a people pleaser, because there's nothing mean about not... um, Not letting yourself get walked all over all the time. So, what about you, Snack? Oh, um, describing how my society molded me, I would say to put in a different light, um, with me being black, gay, it made me want to push harder and show people that I'm I'm more than what you know than you look at me as. Mm-hmm. Like I'm very intelligent. I wear myself very proudly, and with being a society that looks down on people like me it made my confidence go up. Like, I have to not prove a point, but prove to y'all, like, don't just look at me as, oh, he's black and he's gay. I really am somebody. Yeah. So, I have a question off this, but um, how do y'all feel, in y'all opinion, how do y'all feel 
or think the gener like this generation, this new generation feels about society, or how do y'all think? How do y'all feel about the new generation? Just period in this society right now. How do y'all feel about? I just feel like they lost. I feel like they lost, and they're wanting, and um, not wanting and looking, and looking up to the wrong things. So I feel that's why a lot of them are doing just doing anything, any literally anything. Cause they don't know what they in life. They don't know what they want to be in life. Mm-hmm. So they they are living up to these false idols. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. And they some copycatters. I feel like every person in this, this new generation they're a copycat. Monkey see, monkey do. I I think I said that last episode. Monkey see, monkey do. They see somebody do it, they want to do it. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like you know somebody got to one day lead by fucking example. But it just seems like. None of this generation seems to want to be like, okay, well, I'm going to be different and do this instead of, you know, doing whatever the fuck they got going on. I don't know, y'all. Uh-huh. It just, it upsets me. Mm-hmm. Um, well, there isn't a lot of individuality mm-hmm. between, um, I guess, quote unquote, this generation. But this is the first generation that's growing up off smartphones and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. I feel like... Mm-hmm. Had previous generations had those things, I feel like we wouldn't see much of a difference because we're all humans and it's not, we're not that different. So, hmm. So I guess, yes, you could say they're, they're lost in a way mm-hmm. and not have, you know, things to look up to. But at the, mm, but at the same time, I try to show them a little bit more grace. Mm-hmm and more understanding as to what position their generation is in. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, I agree with that a thousand percent. They they more into these phones than you put a goddamn book in front of that's a new act, generation. But and to me, that's actually good because this generation to me could be are very, very, very smart. Right, yeah. Very, very. And, and I think that's good because they grew up with smart. They grew up with technology. Mm-hmm. So more technology advanced, they are advancing. I just wish they would acknowledge it and do more with their intelligence instead of just throwing it away. Right, but it traces back to the previous generation who is raising them. Right. Exactly. Right, right. That part. Because mm-hmm. the generation before them, which is us, shit. Yeah, which is, is it us? I'm slow as shit. Yeah, no. I, yes it is. No, because this wouldn't be our kids. This is our, this is. This is our grandkids? No. What the Wait, <laughs> no. Because the, gen- the, the generation. Oh wait, that's it's now. your generation. Oh, so you blame us? Hold it's on. not our generation. Come here, in the on same. How you define that that's generation? That's true too. Yeah. I must come here, in the same one. I think. Mm. Yeah. Let me see. Let me look. Because it really depends. Like it varies. Yeah, nah. it, it varies on how you define. I'm a millennium. A I generation. Think. I think I'm. Z. Okay. So, Generation X is born between 1965 and 1980. Uh, That's not my mama. Generation Y is born between 1980 and 96. Generation Z is 97 to 2015. We are Y. We are millennium. I said that. We are the end of Y. Let me see. Let me see. I'm right at the edge. Millennials are aged 26 to 40. Generation Z is aged 5 to 25. Generation X is 41 to 55. Baby boomers are 56 to 75. Oh, shit, that's my mama. 
sorry. <laughs> Damn. So you are considered. I'm Generation Z. You with us? No, no. we why? Original so what's this new new generation then? What is this? So it would be, it's Z, and then there's now Generation Alpha. So there is Generation Alpha that's now. Yeah, I guess Early so. to 2010s to mid-2020s are no. going to be Generation Alpha. That's Generation Z is 97 to 2012. Oh, so that would be... Them. Okay. So it would be considered my it generation. Really, it really depends. Kind of how, you, how you break yeah, it down. Yeah, on how huh? you define it and yeah. who has a baby at you know, right, what age. Right, right, right. I mean, either way, it's just like, you know, the parents... Fuck it, the elders. <laughs> <laughs> the elders. <laughs> The ones before. <laughs> but shit, at the end of the day, like, it shouldn't, this generation shouldn't have to be lost. I mean, I feel like it comes with the parenting too right. because it's like, you gotta look at it like this. If the if the, the parents been, the parents been through a lot, mm-hmm. I feel like you should teach your kid, okay, this is what happened then, this is what's happening now. I need right. you to be different than what's happening now. Mm. And it just seems like that's not being taught because it's just like every time you turn around, not every time you turn around, it's just like, you know, the phrase it takes a village to raise a child. Right. Shit. It don't even take that because a lot of people don't like their kids getting moved by certain people or don't want their kids being told or like being authoritized by some other, like it. It mind boggles me how some of this generation is, but shit, it's the generation before them that's allowing this bullshit. So... Mm-hmm. Okay, so next question. What do people do to rebel against your society? The answer I'm about to give (laughs) y'all. Y'all gonna be like, okay, what the fuck? To rebel against the society. Shoot this bitch up. Oh, get out my head. Oh, for real? No, for real, I was about to say kill everybody. Please get out my head. That's real, though. (laughs) That's fucked up. Get out my head, yeah. To rebel against society, they start killing all of society. So it's just like, that's fucked up too in all of itself. Um, I feel like rebelling against society doesn't have to be something as drastic as killing someone. So by rebelling against society, you're rebelling against like social norms and stuff like that. So let's say, um, so let's say the social quote unquote norm in f- for society, for example, is to let's say be skinny, and then instead of you know, instead of um, trying like, like trying to fit in that social norm, like you're okay with embracing your weight and who you are. Right. You're rebelling against the social norm. Right. For example, do you think your society is better than the other societies around the world? Fuck no. Absolutely not. It's not the best. It's not the worst, but it's not the best. Wait, what? Other societies are awesome? We're awesome. Hell no. You can't say that with a straight face. We're awesome. Mm, you still can't say that with a correct straight face. Hell no. Nah. Mm-hmm. Our society is horrible as hell. Mm-hmm. I feel like other societies might be doing greater than what the fuck we got going on. You go over there and be like, oh, we got a one go So, this is kind of off topic, but I was listening to a podcast. Uh, it's called. Fuck. Hold on. It's with uh, Ricky 
and Denzel. I forgot what their fucking podcast name is, but it's like we talk. Oh, we said what we said podcast. And they were talking about they had went to Dubai. And I did not know Dubai is racist. Dubai do not like black people. I did not know that. Did y'all know that? Yeah. Yeah. I know I dead ass did not Even know Isaiah that. Even Isaiah Because he said yeah. <laughs> I legitimately didn't know that Dubai do not like black people. For one. And another thing, Dubai do not like gay men mm-hmm. at all. Yep. For sure. They said they went out there and tried to wear heels. They almost went to jail. Or they had a transsexual out there. They kicked her out. Like, it, it was a no for them. Like, she couldn't go into clubs or nothing. And then also, they went out to eat. And it was a lot. They said, like, the signs out there said that they don't allow black people in their restaurants. Mm-hmm. I think that is weird. I don't, I've never been out there to kind of, like... To, like, you know, be like, oh, well, uh, you know... They not racist, but it's just like, just to hear that, it kind of like, you know, wow. Um, Many places in the world are like that towards black people, but, you know, you really have to be careful when you travel. I like to read up on like, if I'm going somewhere, I like to read up on the culture, what they allow, what they don't allow. They don't allow women to dress, quote unquote, immodestly. So you have to really be careful when traveling abroad because they play no games across the world, you know. Really? Mm-hmm. So, like, how do you have to dress then if we're going? Wow. That, that's crazy. Yeah, I, I, that was just a random fact that I have found very, like, awkward because it's just like, you know, I'm from a different part of the world and I'm trying to, you know, come out here and look at y'all and it's like I gotta go to jail for trying to come out here and just kind of like be me I'm sure it's not it's not 100% like that but you know the cultures of different countries um, socially are like you know behind compared to the US mm-hmm. you know so you know so being gay and transgender and what not um, aren't socially accepted there yet Mm-hmm. So you have to just just be careful and read up on it. I mean, I know the rest of the world isn't completely, completely racist, but, you know, there are things you have to watch out for. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. What's the next question? Um, it is smooth. This, this question repeated. Um, what kind of improvements would you like to see in your society? I would love for them to not kill one another. I mean, that's the improvement, but shit. And before they could do that, they need to take away guns. And before they even could do that, they need to... What's that policy where you can walk around with a headgun? Forgot what it's called. But... <laughs> it's like they could walk around... Uh, They could just walk around with it, right? Yeah, they could buy it. Oh, well... They could I buy it, mean, no matter... They, they don't need the, uh, a handgun license. You can anybody can buy. Anybody can walk around with it. Oh well, shit! They need to take that away, and then after that, they need to take that away. Was the, I was telling me yesterday. They uh, need to take Friday. that away, and once they take that away, they might as well take away guns. And I mean, shit, that's gonna that's gonna prevent a lot of things. I mean, yeah, it might cause like other killings, like you know, stabbings and shit. But it's just like you know, it will eliminate 
bullets or just elim eliminate just a gun period it would eliminate all that extra ass killing and instead of people shooting instead of fighting they can use their fist instead instead of shooting somebody because they fucking feel like it but yes i feel like that should be an improvement and then i also feel like that we need to get a not get rid of them but we need to come i mean it's a lot of people out here that see just white or just see black i just need for all of us to come together because it's just like it's so much white supremacist and it's the kkk and it's just like i just don't understand how y'all can hate a race or just hate a group of people so fucking much and it's just like i feel like as an improvement for that we just need to take away the supremacists and everybody needs to become as one i mean i i just i would love to see that one day i mean Hell, Martin Luther King wanted to see that. And I mean, it's slowly but surely trying, but it's just like, there's a lot of people that's disagreeing with that because they're so used to seeing the shit back in the day. And it's just like, I wish that, you know, that would change. Because Beaumont is really high as far as a lot of white people despising black people. Like, for example, if you go in Louisiana, and I saw this on, um, on Facebook. If you go in Louisiana, man, the Louisiana white people are much more cooler than any white uh, Caucasians in the world. Like, they are so down to earth. They don't, they see, I mean, they don't see all that extra shit. Like, they look at you as like, a, like one of, not one of them, but it's just like, you know, we can coexist with each other. Like, it's cool down here. Come to fucking Texas. That's a whole different fucking story. It's like whites over here, blacks over here, Mexicans over there. Louisiana, they might be like that, but in some parts, the parts I see, half of them, half of them people are down to earth. And it's just like, why can't y'all be like that? Like, what is so wrong with saying, you know what? I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna see you as a black person. I'm gonna see you as a human being in general. You feel me? So that's what I would like. What you think? Hello. Sit. Hello. Okay. Oh, what was the question? What kind of improvements would you like to see in your society? I just feel I don't think I would say I just want my society to do is to improve on everybody being acceptance. Mm -hmm. That's it. Mm -hmm. Um, I would say besides the social aspects, like you know, um, acceptance of you know, race of of the uh, of other races, eliminating racism, acceptance of women's rights, acceptance of you know, lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, and queer people. I would say, I would say access to healthcare and access to education. Yeah. Um, I believe. Uh, um. Access to a four-year university should be a right. Yes. Um, what else? I would say that there needs to be less of an emphasis on individualism and more in community. Because mm. like everybody's about, you know, as long as I got mine, fuck you, you know, type of thing. Yeah. Um, Cheers. Yeah. I feel, yeah. Those are my main things. Um, is your society getting better or worse? Horrible. Oh, it's getting worse as fuck. And I mean, like, I feel like it's never going to change if it's not going to change unless everybody wants to make that change. And it's just like, it seems like nobody wants to make that change. There's a lot of people that want it, but it's just like, 
it it takes more than probably this amount of people. It takes damn near everybody. And it's just like, nobody want to change. People like shit the same. And it's just like, sometimes change is good. I had to learn that while I was uh, working at Target. Like, shit, they, change is good. Don't Don't always be doing that same shit, doing that. Be in that same place doing that same shit every fucking day. Hell, nah, it's time for a change. And I mean, shit, people don't don't like it. It's stupid, but shit, people don't like it. So I feel like it's getting worse because nobody wants to change. They want shit to be consistently the same. A repeat of every fucking day. No. Hell, nah. I agree. That's the first part she said. What? Mm-hmm. What was wrong with the second part I said? I just didn't agree with it. Oh, mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I feel like, it's, yes, it's getting worse in some ways, but um, there are a lot of positive aspects that people don't see, a lot of good progress that people don't see that are being made at the same time as these bad things have been happening. Oh, yes. It's been a so it's easy to get bogged down and be um, cynical about it. Mm-hmm. <sighs> but... Um, yeah, it's easy to look at the bad when, you know, things good things are happening like like there are solar panels that can pull in water vapor to grow crops in the desert and that can help a lot of people. Wait. I'm sorry to cut you off. What is that? Again? Solar panels pull in water vapor to grow crops in the desert using the water that they pull. That's new technology or yeah. that been here? Yeah. yeah. Oh. It's, new. <laughs> it's new technology or that's been here. So what the fuck? Yeah, that's the first time hearing that. Wait, how'd that go? I'm so sorry. I, mean, I feel so old. How'd that go? <laughs> I want one. Ah, mm. I want one of those things. That sounds really nice. I'm going to put that in my backyard. Using a unique hydrogel, scientists in Saudi Arabia have successfully drawn water out of the dry air for growing spinach while producing electricity in, from the solar panels that power it all. The system offers a sustainable, low-cost strategy to improve food and water security for people living in dry climate regions. A fraction of the world's population still doesn't have access to clean water or green power, and many of them live in rural areas with arid or semi-arid climates. Our design makes water out of air using clean energy that would have been wasted and is suitable for decentralized small-scale farms in remote places like deserts and oceanic islands. I could put one in my backyard. No, you just hit them say dry air. Uh, okay, so if I put a swimming pool outside and they put it in the swimming pool, will I still be making it? Can I still put it in my backyard? Just let me make it. Let me make it. No, nope, I, I want yeah, somebody to tell yeah, me yes. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. Okay. Me. As long as you tell yes. me yes, I am. Okay. Thank you, I say. Okay. I am okay with the world. But, yes, good things are happening. At the same time, these no. scary bad things are that happening. So, what are the difference? What is the difference between society today and fifty years ago? Okay, if we come back fifty years ago, ain't that, that was before my time? <clears throat> okay, I think that was before my mama time too. But she kind of old. Hold on, how old is she? Seventy-two. Back to nineteen seventy-two. Okay, mama. She was about a good whopping. I don't know, but she was young. Okay. Um, <laughs> my, my math ain't too good. Okay. Um, hi, that's in the 70s. Ain't that the... the uh, uh, 
Hold on, y'all, because I am really slow. Ain't that the uh, Tom 70s? I'm thinking, ain't that Disco? Or that's the 80s? Disco. Hello? Disco was the 80s. <laughs> disco was the 80s? Mm -hmm. So what the fuck was the 70s then? Uh, uh, didn't have everybody was hippies. Okay, this is when the drugs came out. Okay, um... No, 70s was disco. Okay. 70s was it was disco. one of them times. Um, I think, okay, so for my personal experience, because I was not that found in history, but um, back in the day, I mean, it was still like a big issue with white and blacks, if I'm not mistaken. It was still a big issue back in the day. So, it's just like now, I mean, it's not as bad, but, I mean, it could do a lot better. It has improved, but, I mean, I feel like we could do a lot better than what it was back in the 50s. I mean, not in the 50s, back uh, 50 years ago. God damn the hell. And I wouldn't, wouldn't mind being back in the day, because that was <laughs> when the Afros was out, and they had the little, you know, bedazzling ones sweat pan shit on and they were shaking their ass in the club and shit with them high boots and shit. I wouldn't mind being in the 70s. You know? I would have got me a man back in the day. You know, some jobby man. If that's what they say, jobby. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> 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 or maybe the 80s. No, I don't like the 80s. Put me in the 70s. Wait, so, hold on, oh, this yeah. off the subject again. When the drugs came out in the 60s, when was people hippies? In the 60s? Mm -hmm. Oh, shit, I feel like I should have been in the 60s yeah. then. I would have been butt naked on the goddamn street uh. doing like this. Power to my left Ah! Raging black woman with the afro and her titties out. <laughs> and her vagina hair swinging from the street. Oh, oh, my God. Anyways, snack. What are your thoughts? <laughs> Look, his fucking thing. Uh, no, uh, no, 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 um, no. Not fuck my what are, What is the difference between society yeah. today and fifty years ago? Oh. Look Over there in the corner. I feel. I feel that society has grown out of the fifty years, and I think, and I think the improvement is very good. And I just hope that um, it don't take 50 more years mm -hmm. for society to do a big jump of a growth. Mm -hmm. I agree, I agree. It is. It's gonna, this generation gonna fuck some shit up. Oh my God. It is. Um. Maybe not the babies, but this generation we got now gonna fuck some shit up. Mm -hmm. We ain't gonna have shit for the youngins. What you think, Blue? Um... <laughs> What's the difference between society today and 50 years ago? I'm not sure if I can speak socially, but a lot of things were happening, like the Vietnam War, and they had the anti-war movement because they were upset that the war had were going on too long, and the soldiers didn't really like their involvement in the war, and there was a lot of protests. Um, the civil rights movement um, kind of, quote-unquote, ended, so... Yeah. When Malcolm X and Martin Luther King died, it Malcolm. brought in a new era of activism. Malcolm. The 70s is referred to as the beginning of the post-civil rights era. 
Um, what else happened? My hero. Um, huh? My hero. The Gay no. Liberation Movement. It was founded fighting for equal rights for LGBTQ people. Come on. And the decriminalization of homosexuality. I guess it used to be illegal to be gay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, the Cold War kept going between... Um, the West and the Communist East. Um, Roe versus Wade happened, yay, which increased um, women's reproductive rights. And gender roles have changed too because, mm-hmm. like, they so used to women being, oh, you got to stay in the house, you got to cook, you got to clean, you got to do all that, and it's just, and you can't work. I think it was like a big problem, wasn't it, in the seventies? Oh, look, I'm always wrong. But I think women had actually did some form of, like, movement or uh, it was an actor. Mm-hmm. It was something for them to be like, look, I like being in the house, but I, I want a job, too. Mm-hmm. Like, it was it was a crime for them at one point for them not to work at all. But now, look at us. It's like all these women out here working, being independent doing people. Shit, doing oh, my God. Oh, what the fuck? I ain't doing what, what you said? <laughs> they ain't doing shit but doing last. <laughs> they call that work. Huh? Thank you no. for your service. <laughs> Do- Do- shit. <laughs> thank y'all for your service last night. <laughs> thank you. They did a great job, goddammit. And the last question on the sheet Why is society so against those who are different? Is you? Mm-hmm. You said, Why are they so against it? Yeah, against people who are different. Mm. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't want to be like everybody else or be like that person. I, um, what is that? Um, what is that motherfucking? It's not that motherfucker. What is that culture that everybody? Shit! Everybody has to dress the same, act the same. Um, they wear these hats. This is life. What is it? Start with a P. Um, and they live like real far in these like houses thingies. Fuck. Talking about Amish people. There we. Oh, I said P. I don't know because I was so. When you said P. I was thinking like P. P. I think I was about to say Amish or something. What's a P? I'm thinking like I'm thinking whole like. Amish people. So yeah, um, Amish people. They have to all act alike and all do the same things, right? It's just uh, they don't no, have I to. Think, it's I, not. Isn't Amish the people the they don't believe in technology? They don't believe in technology. It's not yeah. about being the same. It's about living a simple life. Yeah, a simple life. That's what Amish is. Oh well, bitch. What am like, I? Like, I mean, thinking the same is more like cult behavior. The Amish people aren't cults at all. Oh, they do everything. Nothing like there's no technology. Mm-hmm. No. So what the fuck was I thinking of? Then? We don't know. You probably think of like an average cult or something like that, where I they control be... everybody's you yeah. know things. Yeah. You said P, so we don't know. Pushing P, shit. I guess is what <laughs> I was thinking of. Uh, okay, so let, let me rephrase out of that then. Um, the KK fucking K. There we go. That's a prime example. They want everybody to be like them. They want everybody to hate black people. Fuck y'all. Mm-hmm. Shit. You a KK member listening to the shit, KKK. <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck you! Shit. Fuck y'all. Send an email. I heard your podcast. <laughs> <the other day. laughs> I am proud KKK member. And I'm glad you're proud. Fuck you. So <laughs> God damn it to hell. Shit. Like, I, I think I, I have a pro- Okay, so I do have a question. Why do people come up with cults? Like, what is the purpose of a fucking cult? Do you, like... All right, so... 
I need to get off TikTok because I guess TikTok did take my soul. So I have to talk that. about daddy. The daddy girl. Thank you. I just, <laughs> I think that, oh, yeah, you know me on TikTok, so know what I'm talking about. So, it is this cult on TikTok of this girl. Her name is Angela. And it's a cult of big girls. It's a whole bunch of them. I think she got a good rounding of 189 or something big girls. They send her her, their entire paychecks. They be sending her like thousands and thousands of dollars she like it's bad to the point where like when you meet her like if she don't like a special feature about you she's gonna do something about like for example this girl she was really pretty had long beautiful hair from new orleans she cut that shit off that girl head and said i don't want another man looking at you so i'm gonna cut this shit off that girl cried and now like now if you are like one of her I'm gonna call them hoes puppies. If you want to put puppies, <laughs> if you want to put puppies, you have to like cover yourself. Like you can't have your titties out. Like if you go out and like if you go out to eat, you have to like say you got a thousand dollars and you want to go out to eat or you just want to go out in general. You damn nigga either got to send her half of that or you send her the whole thing and she give you how much of the fuck you want, how much she feel that you need to go out to eat. So if that bitch give you a dollar, bitch, you out of luck. You're going to be sitting there. You're going to have to go in the back and wash the dishes with the <laughs> other people. Like, in, in my, in, in, I ask this question because these hoes let this happen to them. Like, they be okay with this. Some of these, these are grown-ass women, which makes me so fucking mad. These are grown-ass women. Bitches be in their 40s. The little bitch only 20-something. And these hoes are in their 40s. Different different states. They from all over. Right. Sending money. Praising this And they bitch. flocked to her. Like, yes. Like, oh. that's weird. Like, a lot of people, oh. I guess, join cults because they're so lost they want someone to, you know, follow that they believe is like their God they, in a way. They know they beyond the loss yeah. at this point. I don't know what the fuck. Like, it's just like they something they she must have took some form of machine, plugged it up to these hoes head and sucked everything out. These hoes are airheads for real. Like I just want to know how or why is it a need to make a cult? Like, what is the purpose of making a cult? And why do people join these cults? Like, it, it confuses me. Like, Amish, that's not a cult. I'm not going to call that a cult. That is, that's a way of, they, that's their living. I'm talking about this daddy bitch, the KKK people. Like, I just need to know, what, what is y'all purpose? Like, what, in y'all honest opinion, what, is, what, is, what y'all think is the purpose of making a cult? Like, it, it, like that cult there... That shit mind boggles me because, I mean, don't get me wrong. She alright. She cute and all, but it's just like, bitch, I ain't about to see you thousands of dollars. And bitch, you, I got rent to pay. Bitch, she gives you how much you feel that you need to pay your rent. Bitch, please. Shit. Um, shit. I don't don't know. I mean, I don't know why people make calls. Well, you gotta be a special kind of person to be like, I'm gonna make a call. All these people are going to listen yeah. to me. They're going to worship me and whatnot. So it's a it's a mental thing for sure. Mm-hmm. You're probably like a you know a psycho. Um, what you think? The uh, the snack about which question? The cult question or her question? I want the cult snack. question. Oh well, I'll answer my question in a second. Right. Okay. I want, I want a snack. But your question. Um. 
I feel um, people make a coat for different situations. It just depends on what stories you make making a coat for. Like the KKK was made to, they felt like black African American was overpowering them. Mm-hmm. That's what they came up with the KKK. So who knows what the big what she made the um, why she made the big girl coat. Hold it. And then for different people in the cult, it's different things. A cult is really a mind thing as well. Mm-hmm. Like, everybody might believe the same thing mm-hmm. and the same course, but the way we're doing is all for one meaning. So we all have one mission, but we're going to do it different ways, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like, it's about the psychological, like, right. manipulation right. of it. Right. I just think it's horrible. I don't know. But back to why is society against those who are different? Mm-hmm. Um, Sit back. I would Get say fear. People fear what they can't understand. Thank yeah. you, baby. A lot of ignorance and a lot of people aren't willing to understand or, like, you know, find or, like, look deeper into what's what they're seeing or who they're meeting. They're not willing. They're. Mm, it's the fear of it. They, they, people fear what they don't understand. Yeah. Understandable. Yeah. You got a quick answer for that one? Um, I feel. I look at society as a factory, and I feel people are just like they're afraid because they feel like the factory should brand a certain way, right. and nobody should do nothing different. But my thing is, you don't know the fact that the fact that we could be ran better and more efficiently if everybody do it different ways. Like, don't have everybody on the shoe rack making shoes when the bitch could be over painting a shoe, tying the shoelaces up. You produce more shoes like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah. I don't know. It's just that I feel like this society needs to get some form of better. And I feel as though in order for it to get better, everybody has to want and have the desire for it to get better. But back to you hoes. <laughs> Real angry today. I am. I am like legitimately angry because I've been seeing it like, uh, how can I put this in words without, yeah, I don't give a fuck if I pissed y'all off. I don't give a fuck. I, me, by myself, I don't give a fuck. Because let me tell you something. You hoes can do better. Oh, I'm about to go the fuck off again. You ho, you hoes can do better. Shit. Why you looking at me like that? I am. So I am. Because it is ridiculous. How It is ridiculous that you bitches be liking this toxic shit. Ah, my okay. man. Shit. I just like to be toxic. No, that but that shit is not cute. That shit is not It's cute, cute. to them. No, th- why? Ask them. Don't ask me because I don't like toxic I don't want to ask no about the fucking body because I'm going to hurt them. Why? Just like your glasses are cute to you. Why? Uh, I don't like these hoes. You don't like your glasses? No. I want a new pair because these keep breaking. Why? I'm sick of this shit. I am sick of you young Simple minded bitches. I don't want this. Ah, shit, I'm mad again. Oh. Have mercy on helping you hold soul. Shit, I'm mad as fuck. <sighs> Let me calm down. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> Are we ready for the email? I am. <laughs>
Because I'm fucking mad. All right, y'all. We're about to disappear into the emails. We'll be right back. All right, you guys. We are back. And Miss Blue and I will be reading the emails. Mm-hmm. So, you want to go first or you want me to go first? Um, I'll go first. This right. one subject is, I met my father. Thank y'all so much for the advice in meeting my father. I was kind of iffy on doing it, but I made up my mind, had to remind myself that I'm grown and that I need to handle this on my own. And I told my godmother that I want to meet my father. She was honestly okay with the decision that I made. So the day comes and I'm really nervous because I don't know him. I don't remember seeing him. We met at a restaurant close to the Galleria and when I say I was really scared, I was terrified. I didn't know who I was looking for at all. Me and my godmother sat there for 15 minutes and a man comes to our table and asks if we were looking for him. He said his name and I instantly started crying. My father looked like me. Aww. He started crying and hugged me so tight. We sat and talked and ate until our bellies were full. He paid for my for our food and thanked my godmother so much for making this happen. He gave my godmother $1,000 for taking care of me and told him that he will keep giving because he owes me and her that. He gave me 500 and told me to spend whatever I can, and if I need more, please let him know. He said he's not doing this just to give me money. He wants to spend more time with me and get to know his daughter more. I'm so excited, but I feel like it's a motive for all this. He said it's not, but my gut feeling says something different. What should I do? So I still accept the money? Do I tell my godmother? She doesn't know what I'm feeling, and money has helped a lot in the house. Please help me out. Mm. Uh, I mean, it don't sound like a... Mo- okay, so... It did. It really doesn't sound like anything bad to me. It feels like he's doing what he can to make up for the lost time. So I feel like me, I'm always trying to pay somebody to do something. Not to do anything, but like yeah. that's my that's my love. His love language might be gift giving, so he's mm-hmm. giving you something to support you. No, you know. Um, so I really feel like it's not a motive behind it. But if you truly feel that way, I would. You could talk to your godmother about it, and to, you know ease your worries. But if your gut is telling you something different, then I don't. I don't know. I mean, I don't feel like it's a motive to that. I mean, think about it. Like y'all haven't seen each other's down there forever like you don't know him so it's just like this is your first time seeing him if you if i mean if you feel like it's the motive i wouldn't say talk to him but you know i would say pray on it because god will reveal a lot of things to you and if he don't Mm -hmm. reveal that it that it's a motive then be okay with that because i mean it is a lot of people out here that have motives but i honestly don't think that he has a motive Mm -hmm. i just feel like you know is is overdue for him because mm-hmm. he was not in your life for a long period of time. So it's just like he feels obligated to here. You he could damn near give you everything he have. I mean that's just probably the person he is. Maybe get to know him a little bit more and see mm-hmm. like the like Blue said, like his love languages or, you know, how he acts for you to understand maybe why he necessarily did that. Because I mean just going off the of speculations is just like, you know, give it give it time. Just get to know mm-hmm. your dad a little bit more and then email us back. There right. we go. I'm a g I wanna give you time to email us back. Don't email us back <laughs> immediately. I want you to get time. 
And I want you to be able to get to know him a little bit more. Go on a couple more father and daughter dates and see how it goes then. After that, I want to see. I would love for you to te- text us. I'd love for you to email us back with the results because it just feels like you're, specu- you're speculating. Mm-hmm. Don't speculate. It. Just don't go into it thinking. Just come on. Get your guard down. It's your father for mm-hmm. Pete's sake. Like, you know, just... Just see how he moves. Yeah. And then from there, email us back. Mm-hmm. What you say? Dang, you quiet for this one. It, hold on. Are you are you okay today? Because it's like you, you're not really a part of this episode. Yeah, I'm okay. You sure? Yes. Is this something that you need to talk about on here that we could kind of address or something? Like, you good? Bitch, I'm okay. You don't feel like it. You're not a part of the podcast. Like, you here, but you ain't here. I am here. Uh, you here, but are you here? Oh, okay. All right. So, next email says, I need help again. Thank you guys for helping me tell my friend about her odor. We found the problem. She's been using Bath and Body Works down there. Oh, wow. And my mom told me you shouldn't be using that down there. So I helped my friend out. Oh, that's sweet. Well, I'm needing I'm needing help again. I graduate next year, but I'm scared to, or at least I'm really scared and saddened by the changes that I'm unwillingly going to face. I feel ready, but I don't at all. And it's kind of hard to explain. I don't know if I'm alone in this or feel alone in this feeling or if this is normal i've asked my friends i asked friends around me but all of them are excited to grow up and go off to college and graduate i feel that exact opposite i already miss my parents and i haven't even okay my parents that must be i don't know i'm just reading i already miss my parents and i haven't even graduated yet I'm not ready to lose all my friends. Oh, I already missed them. So, like, it's the fear of, like, you you with your mom and stuff. It's just like, I'm going to miss you. Okay, I have to read that in my head. I'm not ready to lose all my friends and start over again. I love my friends to death, and I don't want to lose them after graduating, but I know it's going to happen. That's just how life goes, like it or not. Quite honestly, it's hitting hard to know I'm not a kid anymore people i used to talk to or that i know are smoking and doing drugs or drinking others are driving and getting jobs and such it's so weird and i feel like just yesterday we were all running around the halls of the school and doing dumb stuff without much of a uh, a consequence responsibility is really starting to set in hard and it sucks no matter which way i go i don't know the end result and either way i am still going to have to lose friends I'm not going to be able to hang out with my parents or siblings whenever whenever, and all the time. I'm scared of growing up. Oh, my God. This is so cute. I'm not ready at all, and I wish I could just stop time and appreciate every bit of what's going on around me forever. I'm scared of death. Oh, me too. Mm-hmm. And seeing my loved ones pass away. I wish life could stay this way forever sometimes, but I don't know it can't. But I know it can't. Any advice or can someone out there help me feel, I mean, do anybody out there feel the same way? It makes me so anxious and I don't know how to uh, relieve it. Thanks, my guys. Please help. Sorry, my reading is horrible. Um, I mean, 
it's okay to have that fear mm-hmm. of growing up. It's okay to have that fear of dying. I, I mean, right. I feel like that almost every day. Like, not every day, but it's just like, I always have that fear. Like, if I just close my eyes, like, what if I open it up and I'm not here anymore? Like, what the what's really going to happen? Like, I always have that fear. Or what if I lose, like someone I'm talking to like right now and like the next minute they're like gone like it, it, it's that fear mm-hmm. or like I always had this fear growing up too like you know it's a lot of people that I knew in elementary and middle school I don't even talk to them anymore and it's just like but damn like I that fear of me losing y'all or not talking to y'all it happened but it's just like you know growing up you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna have some friends. You're gonna lose some friends, and it's just like it. It sucks that that's life, but at mm-hmm. the same time, it's just like you know, cherish every single day, every single moment, every single second mm-hmm. with all the people around you. Because what I have learned is that as much as the life sucks, life will take you up on out of here with no questions asked, and it's just like. Give people their flowers while they're still here and also love each and every person around you while they're still here. Because it is not for certain if they gonna still be here tomorrow. And I had I literally I, I walked that walk every day. So yeah. What about you? Mm-hmm. Um that's very relatable. What she's feeling was very relatable. Like I think about that every single day. Like I was scared to grow up too and I'm still scared of growing up, you know. But I feel like as time goes on you'll come to accept it in a way. Like it'll get less scary as time goes on. Maybe, maybe not. It probably varies to person to person. But yeah, it feels like you know, like you know, like I need to savor this moment. I need to savor this because one day this isn't going to be here anymore. And hmm, and if and in essence, like to me, I like to think about what what the grand scheme of things is. What if nothing matters? And if nothing matters, then I can find my own meaning in my life. And every moment becomes the most important moment of my life in a way. Mm-hmm. So it's you just of finding your own peace within everything. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, it gets easier, I would say. Yeah. What about you? Um, for me, going to college, I was scared to leave, to go and live on campus. Yay! Um... Um, but growing up, growing up on um, all of a whole, as a kid, I was never, I never thought about growing up as a kid. I always, I always lived in the moment. Yeah. Always did until like graduation. Then when you start getting acceptance letter, acceptance letters, that when shit start hitting the fan, and I was scared. But after, after I jumped out into the world, I like you know we are. It wasn't as scary as you first thought. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, and I love it. Yeah, but you just got then you gotta really realize. um, Once the time come, you know your you know you have wonderful parents. I know that they have done everything that they can do, Mm -hmm. and you have to be like, okay, now it's time for me to put their teaching into me, into real life. Mm -hmm. Mm. I mean. 
Yeah. That too. I mean, I guess mine was different because, you know, at one point I was I was ready to take on the world. And then all of a sudden, it's just like everything came crashing down all at once. Uh, when my sister passed and I was like, oh, if this is what the world's about to give me, shit, I don't want to grow up then. Because it's just like shit. If I'm going to grow up, this is the shit that I got to go through. I don't know. I, I wanna I wanna remain and be the same. And it's just like that that was that was my mindset for like a good two years and then it was just what? like hmm? You said what well, I don't know what the fuck just happened. No, I said like Cause I was ready to go to college. I was. Mm-hmm. I was excited because I got accepted to T S U. So I was extremely excited. And then my senior year when Deshandra mm-hmm. passed away, I didn't want to go to college no more. Right. Because I'm just like you know, I I was I was ready for the real world because you know I'm so used to school and coming right. home. I mean that was that was the real world, but it's just right. like you got to get ready for bills, like you right. got to get ready for right. this. Right. She she passed away. I'm like, well, shit. Am I gonna be able to see that age for me to pay some bills? I said, oh shit, I don't want to go up. It, it just seems like when you when you get out in the real world, you get killed. I said, oh no, I I don't want that to happen. So I was so stuck in like. I'm not ready to grow up. I don't want to grow up. I I don't want to be a parent or anything. Like, I just didn't want to do nothing. I'm like, oh, no, Mm -hmm. this ain't it. And I had that for two years, and then it's just like, now... You know, I want I want the family. I want the husband. I want the kid. Yeah, I want... I'm ready to grow up. And it's just like... I'm I'm ready for the big world. It took for me to live in the big world to realize that I'm ready more for the big world. If that that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So... That's that. So hopefully you got something out of that beautiful human being. Um. So next email said, "Oh, that's you, huh? Yeah, baby. Um, I'm sorry." So this one says, "I don't know if I should give him a second chance." And before even reading this, you shouldn't. Okay. Um. I know you guys are saying something from the title, LOL, but it's true. I don't think he deserves a second chance. Like, why would you FaceTime me and the same girl that you told me not to worry about is right on the side of you? It kills me. Love is so blind, but I'm not Stevie Wonder. I refuse to let him get me anymore. You see, our nine-year relationship was never a piece of cake. We had our days in the on-and-off relationship. It's just how we were. Yes, like I said in the last email, this relationship is toxic. You guys, I wanted a family with him. I wanted to grow old with him and make him be my everything. He was there for me when I didn't have family or friends, and it kills me to see him do this shit. But I can't let this continue. It's either the bitches he fucking or me. He has been calling me regular and private since the last time I seen him on FaceTime with the girl. I just don't want to talk to anymore. I'm done with him and his bullshit. What can I do? How can I leave this toxic situation? Please help. Thank you. Finally, with somebody with some common sense want to leave. Come on! All right! (laughs) Step into my office, sis. Oh, I ain't got nothing to tell you. But, I mean, (laughs) I, I do got a lot to tell you. But, my thing is this. You ready to leave. And I feel like at the end of the day, bye, friend. Y'all, Mr. Isaiah, our young friend, is about to tell y'all bye. Say bye, Isaiah. Bye. <laughs> but I feel like as though I'm so happy that you want to leave the toxic, the toxic thing because 
like I was going on in my rant, if y'all didn't hear from earlier, and I don't want to go back on that rant again because I'm going to get pissed off and I'm going to have a headache. But at the end of the day, niggas ain't shit. And it's really fucked up that he cheated on you because, I mean, look, everybody has their flaws and everybody has, you know, a lot going on with them. But it's just like for you to sit there and cheat on me, it's like, you know, you didn't have no respect for me at the get-go. Am I right? Yeah, right. So it's just like... And to have the audacity to FaceTime you oh. with the woman he told you not to worry about right next to you. That was a calculated choice to do that. Oh, he make me want to punch his ass. Want to. I say shit. Don't answer none of his phone calls. If he passed by your house... I mean, shit, a restraining order could do so much. But at the same time, a restraining order can't do a lot. So it's just like at the end of the day, if he come by your house or your job or wherever, shit, put them laws in his life every fucking time. Like I told you, leave me alone. Don't worry about me. I'm good over here. At the end of the day, he was the one that fucked up. So it's just like you shouldn't give him a second chance or nothing. Any nigga that do you wrong, you don't. They don't deserve a second chance. And I'm sitting here and I say and I say this, but I didn't contradict myself back in the day. But now you niggas don't deserve a second chance at all. And he doesn't deserve a woman like you because it feels like as though you're the type of woman that you want your shit. Like you got a lot going for yourself. And some nigga like that, he don't deserve nothing. He don't deserve you at all. So leave him alone. Boss the fuck up. Go save money, take trips and call it a fucking day. Because at the end of the day, he going to be at that same place doing that same shit. Fucking that same bitch in the same fucking place they mm-hmm. at now. I said what I said. Exactly. <laughs> yep. What about you, Blue? Um, you know, focus on your, exactly what she said. Focus on yourself. You know, you know, you've made your decision. You're not getting back together with him, as you shouldn't. As and you shouldn't. um, go ahead, block that number. Go ahead and live your life. You know, live your life. And you know, you spent nine years with this person, but nine years is better than the rest of your life, mm, right? Come on now. So I mean, you know, you never know. The love of your life could walk in the door. Any second now, Definitely. because you broke something off with somebody who wasn't respecting you and giving you the time of day, and somebody you probably prayed for is probably just finna come into your life right now. Exactly. So you never know. Yeah, like I mean, shit. I, it's a lot of examples in the world, but shit, I'm gonna give you an example right now. Uh, Sierra, Sierra was with Future. They had a kid with Future. Sierra wasn't happy. Sierra cut things off with Future, and now she with what's his name, Russell. Russell Wilson. And baby girl been glowing ever fucking since. And it's just like, don't let a man don't let a man control your emotions. Don't let a man tell you to be happy or to be sad. And damn sure don't let no man put a clown you with another bitch in your fucking face. Right. Point blank period. Because again, I say while you out here bossing up uh, out here taking flights, taking trips and shit. Again, I say he gonna be fucking that same bitch in that same place doing the same shit. So, fuck that nigga. What about you? Did you... Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, Let me go find you. <laughs> okay. Did you not hear the email? I wasn't here for it. Okay. Okay, she doesn't know if she should give him a second chance. She's That's already made up her mind. I know you guys are saying something from the title, but it's true. I don't think he deserves a second chance. He right. FaceTimed her right. with, with a girl bitch. right next to him. Right. She was right. in a relationship for nine years. 
Um, she wanted a family. She wanted to grow old and make it right. her everything. He was there for me when I didn't have family or friends, but I can't let this continue. He's been calling me regular and private since the last time I seen him on FaceTime with that girl. I don't want to talk. I'm done with him. It's bullshit. What can I do? What can I leave? How can I leave the toxic situation? And please help. Should I say block his number and then live your life? Yeah, that's what I said. That's what I said, too. Like, live your life. That's leave everything Leave everything in your past in your past. If God wants to be in your future, it'll, it'll come when he wants it to come, mm. not when he just see you available. Mm, bitch, I'm going to throw it on you. Goddamn. Bitch, why you <laughs> And now you here. Oh, that y'all. And you said that you didn't have friends or family. That's because he isolated you from everybody. Right. I don't think a lot of these women know the difference between being isolated and people just not fucking with you. Mm-hmm. Or you not fucking with people because a lot of men manipulate women to just... Hey, but a lot I of think, women manipulate men too as well. I think in this yeah. context she's saying he was there for her when she didn't have family or friends. Uh-huh. So he was comforting her when uh, she had, had nobody. nobody right. mm, okay, okay. Well, I'm so sorry. But, you know, it's just still like, you know... I mean, call it a day. Wash your hands with the shit and move on. Because, I mean, again, I'm just not going to appreciate any nigga calling me and playing with me in my face with a bitch. I'm just, I'm not. I just feel like that's the most utter disrespect that, and just in general. Because who the fuck are you? You feel me? But, yeah. Who is it? My turn? My turn? Yes, yeah, your turn. Okay. So, next email. Jesus Christ. It says, I need some help. It says, hello, guys. Hey. I'm excited I started listening to this podcast because I really like it. I can say that this podcast is very therapeutic. It is. Goddamn, no, when did we become therapeutic? <laughs> what, what episode she listened to? <laughs> hold on. Because even though you guys have me laughing, the topics are very good. I just oh. still don't know where the therapeutic comes from. <laughs> When the fuck did we become therapeutic? God damn. I'm not advice. I'm not advice. I'm going to do yoga with this motherfucker. Cause, uh, <laughs> and look, when I'm doing yoga. Oh, I'm doing yoga with this motherfucking podcast. I would have you guys in my ear and just let the sweet sounds of comedy and good advice flow in. So it might actually be Aww. the advice. So I have a problem. Hopefully you guys can solve it. My friend has gotten help with her mental health in the past and is on medication to treat it now. Recently, I've noticed her decision-making has gotten worse and worse. Out of nowhere, she's dropping a bunch of her friends for small things they did, like not validating her when she asks for honest opinions. If any of these friends try to make up with her, she files a police report. (laughs) She misinterpreting a lot of social cues too. Which leads to her feelings let down. For example, a friend who usually sends her memes sent her a dark humor meme. And she got really angry that he was clearly depressed. Oh, yeah, he got really angry that he was clearly depressed and wouldn't open up to her. She thinks everyone has a crush on her, even my family members, or someone who sits in front of her in class. I'm not going to say what I want to say. That bitch loony. Oh, oh, I oh said, my God. Sorry. You said it. And you said it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and she thinks a friend might call her. She sits by the phone all day until 4 a.m. <sighs> Shut up, Jalen. She also 
regularly says, I have a bigger butt slash boob than you to her friends to make herself feel better. Her birthday was last week and she charged $30 to attend and said not to give bring her gifts. At the end of the party, she started crying that most people didn't bring her gifts. Oh my god! So she off her meds. Basically, I'm here. Is she off the meds or the meds is the problem? I don't know. I gotta keep reading. Her parents have asked her to pay her own cell phone bill and her Netflix bill, which she feels is abuse. <laughs> and she cries about it for an hour, even though she had a job making twenty dollars an hour. She also says they don't let her shower. Clearly, she doesn't shower. When I heard her mom ask her to please take a shower (laughs) when I was on the phone with her. Ooh, bitch. Ooh. I'm sorry for laughing about your friend. Ooh, bitch. I've also offered to let her shower at my house if she feels more comfortable. She also, ooh, this bitch got a lot. She also has a checklist of things people need to ask her about at least every day to stay her friend or break them on that, deciding who is her best friend and who to end things with based on that. This is in parentheses. She doesn't give out the checklist. You have to guess based on what's going on in her life. She wants people to ask about. The other day, she had an important presentation for class and went out drinking the night before. She has a therapist, but whenever the therapist tries to tell her things she doesn't want to hear, she quits and finds a new one. Ooh. Ooh. Anyway, I'm really worried about her, and I want to keep her as a friend, but I feel like I'm always walking on eggshells. How can I tell her she might need a better therapist? Also, she is showing... Signs of mental illness. How can you I think? tell her? How can I tell her she might need help? Oh my god! <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> I mean, if you're gonna keep her as a friend, but still be honest with her, didn't, didn't you say that she cuts off everybody who tells her things that she doesn't want so to hear? Be so you can't be honest with her and keep the friendship. So mm. you're either gonna be a uh-oh. Oh, you know what she can do? What? Reverse psychology her. Make her believe that she needs to help and not bring it to, like, make it be like it's her idea. Ooh, that's a good one. But shit happens. How, how are you even going to do that, though, to, to a person who has signs of mental illness? They're setting their ways. They're going to do what they want to do at the not end of the day. You, not if you implant oh, the idea. You have to, it's the, um, shit. Whatever conversation y'all gonna have. Hold on, can I ask this question? How do you make the crazy think they crazy? Right. They, she thinks she's perfectly she sane from her point of view. Well, she already she taking medication. She said she don't need no help. I mean, she said ever since so she, she started taking me. the medication, she's been acting strange, right? Is that what she said? Uh, what did she say? What was, I remember her, what was the about the medication. Shit. Shit. <laughs> this one just kept it on said, I need some help. Oh, here we go. Uh, da, 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 da. Is she taking it or is she not taking it? She, she okay, she's on it, so I think they need to it's take the, that bitch she off. She needs to change yeah, medication. Girl, find out whatever she take you. <laughs> Do some research on it, and they need to take, 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 take that motherfucker off. 
And well, who's writing these prescriptions? Is she changing therapist? Okay, so it's a difference between a psychiatrist and a therapist. A psychiatrist can be a therapist, but they, you know, they write medication. She might have it to where the psychiatrist is just to give her meds, and she has, like, a personal therapist that actually listens to her. I mean, the psychiatrist does, but... But she keep changing them. Why do they keep refilling the meds? She keeps changing therapists, psychiatrists. She probably still got that same Same one. He don't know what the fuck going on. Exactly. He just probably writing that motherfucker down and just sliding it off. Just giving us shit. So it's now the therapist, next therapist, I think she get needs to correspond with that psychiatrist. They need to figure it out. (laughs) They need to be in cahoots. That'd be all of them from when we talk to her. Put it down there, bitch. She can be right down there. Jay Marie gonna fly you, the therapist, and the psychiatrist out here. Mm-hmm. And her, and she get crazy up in here. I'm gonna whoop her ass. I'm sorry, I'm not. I'm going to whoop her ass, and I'm gonna show her the right way she needs to go fucking around with me. Okay. I don't know. I mean. You might need to talk to this girl, mom. Right. Yeah. I think the, the mom. Parents. Yes. I the parents. The, I think the parent needs to. You know, this is the question. Has the parent. Okay. So she got this behavior just going, period. <laughs> Do the parent. Has the parent contact the psychiatrist? Have they had a talk? Who's even about the charges on? They probably be on the phone with her and they be telling her, Shout out with here. Click. Well, goddamn. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm blocked for today. new therapist she about to get goddamn. damn how many therapists she done with <laughs> I quit okay I quit. so my advice to you <laughs> I feel you should have a conversation with her parents about what's going on and then incorporate the therapist in, into the involvement of everything mm-hmm. and then y'all all can come up with a plan to have a conversation with her yeah Hands down, I just want to say, girl, you, you good. is a friend. You is you, a friend. I'm about to say, you good. You a good ass friend because mm-hmm. who? Jay Marie and Ben got cut off, bitch. Let that bitch not shower. I'm um, so, what? <laughs> Hold on, what? What? Um, okay. <laughs> 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 it's not shower, bitch. You <laughs> <laughs> off with your head. Sorry, if I, I would have been the girl emailing and I would have heard the, the, the mama, the other girl on the phone. I'm just gonna say a random name. Megan, you need to go shower and be like, well, Megan, you didn't shower today. What you, why you acting like that? You be like, Megan, girl, get your ass in that shower. I know your mom. It's you, how old? How, how old is, you that know is what? That's a good question. We Can just... we go to another email? <laughs> I, mean, I don't know how good and effective a conversation will be. Maybe it might occur. Maybe it might do something for her, but I don't know. You can't reason with an unreasonable person. And she sounds very unreasonable from the emails, but you know, best of luck to you, you know. <laughs> How long y'all been friends? Yeah, this email. You've been saying her good grace for a little minute she thought about her charges. She, if you're filing charges on every single she said, yeah, one of her friends over a and verbal still, disagreement. And you still write the girl. You, yeah, you you, you, a good you might be next. I'm sorry. Oh, no. <laughs> so, so as soon as you have this conversation, you on the list. Right. <laughs> that therapist on the list. <laughs> Say, where are you going, girl? I'm going to the police station. We're going to jail. Ah, Your ass is sitting in jail. Ah. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, next one. OMG, it's been forever. I thought I emailed back. Oh my God, I feel horrible. A lot went down since the last time I emailed. 
first of all, I listened to all the seasons. I was here since season one. Season three is fucking amazing. Okay. I see that Alley Cat is not on the season, which I understand. I'm happy she is succeeding. I'll follow her on Instagram. But this new girl, she should have been on here since the first season. LOL. Her and Jay Marie are funny. Of course, Jay Marie is my favorite, but I love Blue. The Snack and K-Baby are cool, but I know who my favorites are. <laughs> Sorry, but you got... No, grow on me. So I'm not living with... <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What the fuck is funny? Because you was like, well, damn, bitch, what about me? So I'm not living with my father anymore. I moved in with my auntie. Turned to find out my best friend was sleeping with my father. Oh! I just think that is so nasty. Yeah, it's been a minute since she emailed those. We gotta stop. We gotta stop. I know you motherfucking lie. She been so fucking long. We been trying. It'd be like since the first season. She, since the first she, season. God damn. <laughs> Wasn't she our first female? Daryl. Um, I moved in with my auntie, turned to find out my best friend was sleeping with my father, and I just think that's so nasty beyond measure. She seems okay with it, and so did my father. Both of them are sick as hell. So now, my used-to-be best friend is now living with my father. Uh -uh. I was not having it. <laughs> Uh -uh. My grandmother and my aunt are furious because of what happened and why it happened. So my aunt decided that she is going to set up a, a pop talk with the two of them. Because every time we try to talk with them, they run away from the situation at hand. So we're planning a pop-up visit. So my question is, what should I even say? I want to know so much about how this even came about. Like, she should have been... She should have some respect that my mother is dead and my father should have the same respect as well. Like, come on, Dad. Mom might be turning over in her grave at the shit that you are pulling right now. It's very unbelievable. I want to know how I should even approach this situation when we have the meeting. I shouldn't have... I haven't talked to both of them since I moved from my father's house. I don't want to go in with an attitude because I'm the type that will set it off the mood and it will get real ugly. I want to be very calm walking into this. Where do I even start? Like, how do I even come in a situation that is so fucked up? Go in a calm manner. LOL. What I'm asking is, just please tell me the tools of how I should go into the meeting with them both and what questions I should ask. Thank you guys so much. In the words of Snack, lace your motherfucking <laughs> shoes the fuck up. First of all, first of all, I just want to say this. Your best friend nasty. And I, I said, I said that, bro. On God, I said that last oh episode. I'm going to rewind that motherfucker back. Previously on the last episode of the podcast. I said that. I said, your best friend nasty. Damn, girl. Wow. So, and a lot has been going on, I see. <laughs> Damn, I see a lot has been going on. Damn. So you. How did you find out? Well, remember. I know we were speculating. Remember when she emailed and she the was last like, time it was um. She went. The, she seen she her stayed up. Yeah. She stayed. The girl. The best friend stayed up all night or something like that. Because he got off of work. Yeah, he got off like early in the morning. And she said. Also, she said she looked through his tech. Her tech. The girlfriend. The homegirl tech. Oh, that's and it right. Said Sugar, Sugar daddy. I beat that hoe up. First of all, bitch, I am not moving out of my motherfucking right. daddy house because you want to fucking move in, bitch. Right. 
first of all, first of all, how old are y'all? Like, what the fuck? Like, your dad is mad disrespectful because, bitch, out of all the women in the world, you chose my best friend to fuck on. And now, basically, first of all, did you get kicked out or did you move out on your own? Because it's a difference of why I'm about to rant on this. I'll wait till the next time you email. But if you got kicked out, Yo, she need her ass fucking whooped. And your daddy needs to be slapped across his fucking face. Now, if you moved out, I mean, I feel like that was that really wasn't the best. I mean, it might have been the best decision for you. But it's like, you should have you should have addressed that shit with your daddy. And would have been like, look, I don't appreciate the shit that you got going on with my best friend. I don't think it's cute. I think that shit is disgusting. You an old ass man and bitch, you young as fuck. You still got Similac on your breath and still want to fuck on this old ass man. So you wrong. And sir, you about to, uh, you gonna need Viagra. Similac and Viagra don't mix, sweetheart. So bitches, uh, something needs. Someone take it. I don't want it no more. Mm-mm. Take that motherfucker and stack. Nasty. Oh. Mm. Okay, so hi, we gotta help her for real. How, what did she do when she go into, when she sit face to face with these motherfuckers? This has got to be her first time seeing them again. So it's just like, if I'm looking at you face to face, or you looking at me face to face, let me give a prime example. A motherfucker that you despise, and you ain't seen in forever, they've been di- dipping and dodging your ass for the long, oh, you know who I'm talking about now. They've been dipping and dodging your ass, and finally they sit right in front of you. Give her, give her the tools. Let me look at Blue. The motherfucker been talking shit about you this whole motherfucking time. Been dipping and dodging your ass. And finally, that motherfucker, I'm ready to talk. See if right in front of you, what you gonna do? You gotta, it's like a, it's like a skittish little deer, like a bird, like an animal. You gotta creep up on that motherfucker. Like, I'm not gonna hurt you. I'm not gonna hurt you. I'm not gonna hurt you. Have your little conversation. I guess at the end of the conversation, then you can whoop some ass. Be like, let them let them let their guard and be like, oh, maybe she's over. Be like, you know what, guys, I thought about it. I support you. And, you know, let them feel chill. And then you get up and whoop some ass. Attack. Attack. That was, that's the prey. That's what they do. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, I got you riled up over there. So how you feeling? <laughs> <laughs> I got like you riled like up. Violence. <laughs> <laughs> be the peacemaker. <laughs> nah, you got real violent for I mean, If she feels the desire to, if a bitch, Ooh. my best friend, fucked up my father, removed me from my home, of course I'm going to. Yeah, but I've like, been told you she's a little past when she was staying the night. When she you thought that? Oh, we did tell you not to be violent. Okay, I remember well, that. Before, before she won the confirmation, and we already had the tickets. It told you, ass. Well, we need an actual non-violent but, solution. But now, okay, <laughs> I say we go. We go in the go in, go in the conversation. You know, calm head, woo side before you get in the house. Mm-hmm. Sage. <laughs> then when you walk in. You know, everybody do the talking. Mm-hmm. You get a, some kind of understanding. Don't interrupt nobody. And then after that, you be like, okay, well, I have something to say. I think you're fucking disgusting. You're my best friend. Mm-hmm. Bitch, you was here. My mom died. You comforted me. But mm-hmm. bitch, you're comforting my dad with his penis in your mouth. Oh, my oh gosh. God. So now I want you. Now I want to comfort you with my fist in your mouth. Ooh. Can we come in the backyard and do this? <laughs> 
long give well, and it. run. So she just need to lunge for it. Like after she says <laughs> her little like, feel. Can I have a hug? Oh, ooh, that's how you do it. Oh, my goodness. Like, I want to grab that. I just, I just want to hug. And like, then you grab it and throw it on the uh on the pad. Okay. I'm gonna pat her back yeah. real nice. And then whoop. Pat her back. Be like, I appreciate you. Start putting your hair up now. Bitch. Oh, I'm sorry. We're not and then gonna you be that. like, Dad, this is all your fault. And then keep whooping her ass. Lunch a potato me, at him or me, something. Y'all gonna me. be eating. If y'all eating, throw some shit at his ass. Potatoes, turkey, anything. Turkey? Shit. Cranberry sauce. I'm thinking of this thick. conversation going on Thanksgiving? <laughs> <laughs> oh, this shit gonna be built up. <laughs> Overbuilt. So, I see an email that is really tracking my attention. And I said we oh were gonna gosh, read I think five. I know what subject it is. Yes! And I'm just like, I really want to read it. So, <sighs> I'm gonna read I it. I knew you was gonna pick it. It say, Bow my bitches. <laughs> Are a disgrace. Damn. I gotta read this one. Damn. Damn. It says, What it do, bitches? LOL. It do bitches. <laughs> it's a TikTok if you know, you know. Uh, LOL is a TikTok. Oh. It's been a hot minute since I emailed because of the uh, of the fact that me and this nigga been in here fighting. And I'm just mm-hmm. wanting his ass to be truthful. I just don't understand why Beaumont men are such sneaky motherfuckers he should know that i know about this bitch messaging him and flirting with him so if you don't know who this is he has his he he washed cars i don't know who this is but he washed cars out here so he should know that i know that these bitches have been messaging him and flirting with him i'm not crazy at all so i'm going to need him to stop playing stupid and just say that he fucking around with someone else. So the girl has been coming and get her car detailed more frequently than usual. Which I have peeped that already. But I'm not saying shit because I want you to tell me that you don't want me. Because if I come to you about the situation, niggas already be labeling us women as insane and crazy people. So it's like, why make me feel like I'm crazy? So I'm going to be hush about it and see how you moving. She comes the other day, and of course, he is about to wash and detail her car. They outside talking, and I'm just standing outside the front door because I want to see, I want y'all to see me looking at the both of y'all. So she turns around and tells me, hey, it was dry, but hey, bitch. (laughs) 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 So they continue talking, and she finally comes walking towards me. She asks me how I'm doing and how my family been. I told her it's all good and that we've been okay. I know the bitch wasn't interested in shit I had going on. She wanted to do some small talk because I was looking at their ass. She go back to her car and goes back to talking to my man. So shit, I just go in the house. An hour goes by and I go back outside. Her car's gone, but he not outside. So I call his phone, sending me straight to voicemail. At this point, I am heated. He didn't come home until the next day. <gasps> Literally. Not even joking. Now he being all nice and shit like shit sweet and it's not at all. I really want to tear his ass up and make him regret everything he did. I asked him what happened and where did he go and he told me that his homeboy picked him up while he was outside. But normally this friend comes say hey to me before even doing anything with him. So he lied to me. I just want to know for sure. What do y'all feel I should do? Please let me know. <coughs> I ain't reading no email oh after that. <laughs> wow. 
He is most definitely lying to you. And you know he's bullshitting you. That part. Like, why would he not even tell you that, hey, babe, I'm going to my friend's house. My friend finna come pick me up. Whoop de whoop. And then you call him and it goes straight to voicemail. Exactly. No, uh-uh. You need to leave. Leave him Point blank, alone. period. Leave him the fuck alone. Leave him alone. Let that hoe have him. Exactly. So, bitch, you told me you been you was with your homeboy for a whole day and a half. Hello. And didn't speak to Carl. Oh, your homeboy normally didn't. He normally come in. He didn't come say hi to me. Child. Child. You didn't even come get a change of clothes. Nothing. Right. Or nothing. So you been wearing mm-hmm. the same funky boxes for two days? <laughs> Ooh, bitch. Oh, bitch. The must Are you and homeboy sharing draws? Ew. Ew. So it's either either you and your homeboy sharing draws, or you got these musty balls on these musty, <laughs> these musty boxes on you've been wearing for two days, or mm-hmm. you were laid up at that bitch house and you had time to wash some clothes. And oh, he might have had clothes already at the bitch house. Mm. Oh, hmm. Then he come home with some different pair of drawers. But bitch, you know, some bitches don't look at the details like that, bitch. I'm gonna look. I bitch, I ain't gonna look at the boxes. I'ma look at them, but I'd be like, wait, what box you had on the other day? <laughs> That's too fucking much. <laughs> bitch, if I gotta think about what you wearing before you left my house, bitch, you don't need to be in my house. That part. That fucking mm-hmm. part. Bitch, if I need your uh iCloud information, bitch, you don't need to be in my house. Ooh, Father God of Bitch, I'm about to, ooh, ooh, bitch. Father God, Father of Nazareth. Ooh, my God, my, ooh, shut up, Papa. Ooh, bitch, I'm playing with Jesus. Ooh, sorry, God. If I, ooh, mm-mm, nope. Just look, you niggas is for everybody, period. You out here playing house with another bitch, washing her car and shit. Bitch, please. Giving hard dick and bubble gum. Fuck the bubble gum. What what blue say? Pocket lint. Pocket lint. <laughs> bitch, not pocket lint. Don't even have no bubble gum. Just dick and pocket lint. <laughs> not pocket lint. God damn it. Oh shit. Oh shit. But girl, fuck him. Now fuck him mm-hmm. with the utmost respect. Real quick. Yeah, like shit. It, he ain't trustworthy at all. First of all, y'all got kids. Together. And then the homeboy walk in speaks like me. And your homeboy must be tight like that when I say, like, hey. Oh, yeah, I would have brought the situation. Yeah, like, uh... You never know, because a nigga gonna vouch for his homeboy sometimes. Yeah, true. Yeah, true. true. But then it be a lot of niggas that don't really just vouch for him. Yeah, they be like, what? What you talking about? Well, I mean, it could go either way. But you know the truth, so you're not dumb. So you could ask anyway. Child, I guess. Can't pick you up. Hey, shit, been gone for so a I would pull a disappearing act since he wanted to disappear. disappear. I'm gonna do the same. Get my shit, block his number, and disappear. Now, if you Straight got kids, voicemail. you and the kids disappear. Yeah. Disappear. Then they'll poof, be gone. God damn it. See how he lived in. How do I breathe? What Mario? Okay. It's giving Houdini. You know? <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. I ain't gonna read no more emails. Those are too interesting, but I'm gonna leave them with it. Yeah. But what's the advice for the people we about to give um, them? Let me think. I want to tell y'all, and I, I ain't gonna rant no more. I promise. Scout's on her. 
You niggas ain't shit. And I'm going to keep saying this until I get old gray in the head and all my grandkids. I'm going to make sure my grandkids, grandkids, grandkids say it. You niggas ain't shit. Shit. Fuck y'all. And you bitches are dumb. You bitches are idiots. Not all of y'all. The ones that have common sense, I salute y'all. But you dumb, full of cum, got Similac on your breath, bitches. Shame on y'all. Shame on you folks. I'm sorry. I was going to rant again. I'm trying to figure out what the fucking advice was, but okay. Oh, where is the advice in there? <laughs> oh, nowhere. Do, be- do better. That's the advice. Because <laughs> it was nowhere there. <laughs> do better. No advice in there. Uh-huh. Um, um, mine is the person you are becoming will cost you people, relationships, spaces, and material things. Choose that person over everything else. Come on. You, you got to preach to them. I don't want to throw water. Shit. Nah. <laughs> That's my way of being happy. Mine's do better. Do better and get better. And stop letting these niggas run y'all motherfucking lives. Do we have something going on? Because you've been really <laughs> ranty today. Really Let me tell you something. I'm going to say oh, it again. Like you should ask. It's these bitches on Facebook that's okay with these motherfuckers running their motherfucking lives, you stupid bitches. <laughs> I am pissed off again. I am mad. Like, if you gonna go back to the nigga, just say that. This nigga made you deactivate your Facebook page, your Instagram page, all this bullshit. You could put it back on, and you get back with the man. Nigga made you spit in your mama's face, and you did it. You said, huh, <laughs> Damn. Fuck you, mama. Um. <laughs> this man made you quit your job and you still with him. Mm-hmm. Oh. Made you quit your job, but you can't pay the bills with dick and pocket lint. Oh my God. Hello, is anybody home? <laughs> like, what the fuck? Why you asked me that? See, I didn't want to go off again. That, see, that was something I didn't want to do. <laughs> These bitches going to have to learn today. They going to have to learn. And I don't give a fuck who listened to this and made it feel like a shoe fucking fit. Because, bitch, if, like Cinderella, if that motherfucker fit, you better wear that motherfucker with pocket linen. That motherfucker, too. <laughs> Cut your motherfucking feet up with them fucking glass slippers, bitch. Cut your motherfucking feet up. Stand up. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, um, snack. The snack and your, your um advice. <laughs> <laughs> snack, are you looking at me? And I feel some type of uncomfortableness. Are, are you okay? Um, <laughs> I don't do drugs. I see. Don't do drugs. Who do drugs? <laughs> There's something going on with this motherfucker over here. I don't do drugs, y'all. I'm just sick of you bitches on the social media. She's sick of being nosy, we see. I am. I'm tired of this shit. I, I can't be nosy Stop unless being, you put it on social media. Stop being for nosy. everybody to see. It's not being nosy. What is it called? Because you're upset and for what? Why are you upset? Oh, no. Let her get her ass whooped over there. Let her get ran by her men and let her run her life. But why? Why? Why do you care? I don't cause I do care. Why? I don't know. If what, you was getting your ass up, you think she would be worried about you? Well, tell both of those bitches, actually, all the community, because I was on somebody live, too. Stop putting it on social media. So your advice is what? 
Stop putting it on Thank social you. media. That's what you should have said. Stop oh. doing all the ranting. Stop putting it on social media. I'm sorry. Oh. I'm angry again. <laughs> um. <sighs> What's your advice? I'm sorry. Babies, just check check the energy of your of your neighbors and your people around you. Okay, so now I feel some form of slug. Why? Oh, I thought you was about to say, what does my energy have to do with this? Mm, I am angry. Nothing. I ain't worried about nobody's energy. I mean, I'm just saying, check your energy around. Define that in a sentence. Um, <laughs> walk in the room, check the energy around. As you should. Boyfriends, friends, everybody, energy check. As you fucking should. Oh, another advice. If you're doing something, if you have to do it in the closet, you shouldn't do it at all. Come on, bitch. Come on. Because what they say. What's done in the dark. Come to the light. I'm watching Tyler Perry when I get home. There I go, acting like Key. <laughs> <laughs> I put a whole name out for Key. Shout out to Shout Key. Out to Shout out to Key the door. <laughs> if you're doing it in the dark, you shouldn't do it. Cause what's the point of hiding? Period. We're all human. As you fucking should. All right, y'all. Mm. This is actually nice. We had to start over earlier because I had dipped on out of here for like five seconds because my mom seems to, you know, like to interrupt me. But you know, it's not it's putting her either like that. I sure the fuck did. I did. Me myself, I did. Mm. And when she listened to it, I'm gonna look at her and say, "I did." Mm. Are oh, you feeling balls then? <laughs> she might slap me, but it's... <laughs> oh you all got APS. I got you. Woo! <laughs> what Jocelyn told Stevie, I don't want to go back to the strip club. <laughs> Stevie, Stevie. <laughs> Hold on, before we end this. Okay. Y'all saw the interview he did with that black girl? Um, I didn't watch it, but I heard about it. He was getting his dick sucked while he was on Zoom. Hey, man. What? Amen. Oh my God! He gonna ask the bitch, you gonna suck this shit off? Whoa! Amen. While you're on Zoom, you're on the interview. No, that's not nice. That's nasty. That's harassment. Hey. <laughs> Thank you. Gotta take care of my business while I'm taking care of business. Bitch, oh I'm about God. to get this. God. All right, y'all. <laughs> let's give a let's give a round of applause for Blue Yay. for hosting this episode. Oh, let me get the applause. First of all, you be having cheerleaders randomly in the back somewhere, so the cheerleaders and, and do and do and, and usher with his usher books. Where is usher and where is this usher books and who are these usher books going to? Who takes usher books? <laughs> Somebody tell me who takes these usher books because I will be proud to be taking these usher books. Mm. I wonder how they look. Are they hundred dollars, twenty dollar bills? That would be horrible. <laughs> <laughs> all right, y'all. This is Jay Marie Blue. Oh, here we go. They can't hear that. Oh. You can phone. What? What? All right, we gonna see you next episode. What the fuck? Hey, Dive D Game, this is K Baby, and I was coming to you guys to let you know that we now do have a cash up for you guys to send any donations to help us meet our goals. If you would like to donate, please donate to at Dive Deep Podcast. Thank you, and we appreciate anything that you help us with. 
Hey Dive Deep, it's Blue and I'm bringing you a song from my playlist. This is one of my all-time favorite songs. It's a little, it's a cute little pop bop. I love pop music. It's called Money by Michaela. M-I-Q-U-E-L-A. It's something cute, you know, just a cute little bop about, you know, falling in love. It's like, you say my name and it's like, money, baby. It's such a cute little song. Um, You know, something cute for the summertime that I'd be playing almost every single day. So go ahead and listen. Take it too far, do you begging me to stop? I used to wonder where it's going now. But that's under the bridge, it's going now. Thought I was moving on like this was over, but you're coming over. I should let you know. Listeners, this is Jay Marie, and I just wanted to sit down with you guys and let y'all know that we are up and running on all social medias. So if y'all wanted to follow us, we have an Instagram, Twitter, and of course we have a Facebook. Our Twitter name is Dive Deep Pod underscore. Again, that is Dive Deep Pod underscore. Our Instagram, if you're following us on Instagram or want to follow us on Instagram, it's going to be called Dive Deep Podcast underscore. And if you want to follow us on Facebook, of course, our Facebook name is the Dive Deep Podcast. Also, we have an advice email hotline. So, of course, if you are going through relationship problems, friendship problems, baby mama, baby daddy drama, or family drama, or look, if you're just having a bad day and you need to vent, all you have to do is email us at xdivedeep at yahoo.com. But when you do email us, leave your age, your gender, and where you're from. You can leave your name if you want, but on the episode, it'll be completely anonymous to the listeners. So make sure that every two weeks that we post that you're listening to your advice question and we give you the correct answer. So again, if you want to follow us on any social media, we're on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And if you want to email us, make sure you email us for advice at asdivedeep at yahoo.com. Thank y'all. Love y'all.